Hey there, everybody. How you doing today? It's Pastor Chip again. I hope all's going well. Hope everybody's doing okay. Uh, today, I'm going to parallel with my what I did on TikTok this morning. Yes, I'm doing TikTok as well. You know, like that movie, Old Brother, Where Art Thou? When they went into the radio station to broadcast... The guy said, we mass communicating. And you know, we, I was looking on TikTok and there's so much going on on there. And I thought, why not another platform to just throw out a 60 second little positive thing? Maybe it'll reach somebody. Who knows? So I'm giving TikTok a try. So anyway, um, today... We're going to talk about peace, pursuing peace. You know, uh, we're in a world of hate, unlike any we've ever seen before. You know, uh, I don't even think in Jesus' day there was as much hate in the world for things. But anyway, you got you got a bunch of naysayers that, they like to tell Christians what our religion is supposed to be, what we're supposed to do, and how we're supposed to love. But most of them ain't picked up the Bible, don't know what it's about. And then these are the same people that want the Ten Commandments taken out of buildings and in God we trust out of things, but they want to hold us to our own standard. Bunch of hate, ignorance and hate. And, um, you know, I don't know. I'm, like I said, I, I pastor, I preach in churches and uh, guest speak at different places and do my ministry and meet people on the street. And everybody's under this impression that we have to live at peace with everybody. We have to get along with everybody. You can't defend yourself. You can't speak up. You can't fight back because we're Christians. We have to turn the other cheek. No, no, we don't have to turn the other cheek. There's a lot of things that the Bible talks about that are taken out of context. And I'm going to use two verses today to talk about living at peace with people. It's not that hard. You can look up living in peace. You know, everybody has a smartphone. It's smarter than me. Uh, you can look these verses up. You can look up peace, living in peace in the Bible and see the options you come up with. But these are two key verses here that I want to use because they're New Testament and they're relative to the ministry of Christ and us living at peace in the world and in a broken, fallen world. So um, the first one is we're going to look at Romans twelve eighteen. And this was uh, written by Paul to the Romans. Um, you know, it's... Well, I'm just going to read it. They were going through a lot of grief and trouble in, at the time in the world. And we're going through it now. So let's just hear what he says. Romans twelve eighteen. 
He says, if it is possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Man, did you hear that? If. He didn't say you must, you will, you should. He says, if it is possible. And then he says, as much as depends on you. That means, people, if you have gone out of your way to be nice to people, you have left the scene of a hostile person, and they chase you down and follow you outside, or they chase you to your car, or they they won't leave you alone, you're doing all that you can to live at peace. But there comes a time when you have to disengage. If you can get in your car and leave, if you can leave the store, if you can get out of the way, if you can. But if you can't, you have a right to defend yourself, be it verbally or physically. We are not called to die because of stupid people. Unlike many people who think we are. But remember, it says, if it is possible. And I looked it up in the concordance, the Hebrew terminology, and it means, if it is possible. Doesn't mean we must. He doesn't say shall, should, must, you will. It's a commandment. None of that. It says, if it is possible. As much depends on you. Live peaceably with all men. Some people you cannot get along with. I hate to tell you. I know it's shocking to some of you. Some of you people who think everything's solved by the Bible and believing in Jesus and, and loving one another. Love does not conquer evil, evil people that are set to destroy you. I hate to tell you, I hate to break the bad news to you. A lot of people loved Adolf Hitler, and look where that got six million Jews. You know, it's just, it doesn't happen, people. Now I'm going to read you another one. And this is Hebrews 12, 14. And the book of Hebrews was written by an unknown author, but it was written to the, to the Jews in the diaspora when they were cast out of uh, Jerusalem in Rome and, and sent us all over the world. It's called the Dispora, dispersion of the Jews. But twelve Hebrews twelve fourteen says, and listen to this one. Pursue peace with all people and holiness, without which no one will see the Lord. Now, I looked it up in the concordance, and the actual word in use there is follow. Follow peace. If you are following somebody, you're behind them. If you're pursuing someone, you're behind them. <laughs> 
it says, pursue peace, follow peace with all people. Not, thou shalt live in peace with all people. Not, you will live at peace with all people. Not, you should live at peace with all people. It says, pursue peace with all people. Some people, you have to work at it to find peace with people. And let me tell you something. Sometimes that peace that you find is going to be an inner peace that you have learning that, realizing that you can coexist with that person, but you'll never be BFFs. You'll never be inviting them over to grill out. You'll never be, you know, you'll never be going shopping with them. But you might, you know, if you have a party in your neighborhood and you invite everybody in your neighborhood, you might invite them. They might be the stick in the mud that shows up that, you know, it doesn't matter what you say. They got something smart to say. But you are pursuing peace with that person. Now, remember these two verses. It's kind of easy to remember. It's Romans 12. Okay, Romans 12. Hebrew and Romans have the same chapter in common. 12. And then 18 in Romans and 14 in Hebrews. I wonder if that was by grand design, um, divine intervention that they were both in the same chapter. I don't know, but, you know, remember that. If somebody comes up to you and starts telling you about the Bible, say, hey, let's have a chat. You know, I don't come to your work and tell you how to diagnose patients. I don't tell you how to work on cars. You know, so don't come to me and tell, if you're not a Christian and you don't go to church, don't tell me how I'm supposed to read my Bible and do my Christian job. But let me educate you a little bit on what you're talking about. And say, for you, example, you come to me telling me how I'm supposed to live. What the Bible says that I'm supposed to pursue peace with everybody. It doesn't mean I have to like you. It doesn't mean I have to live with you or have to live at peace with you. But I can try. And to the point where I figured out that I have done all that I can do, I'm at my wit's end. My wagon is about broke down. Being overloaded with patience. Maybe it's time for me to cut ties with you and just agree to disagree. And I guarantee you, when you talk to people like that in the firmness and confidence that you know what you're talking about and that you're really not concerned with what they're saying. It's going to change their attitude. It's going to leave them standing there like, what did they just say to me? I lost control of the situation. 
I thought I was running that Christian in the ground, but it made me look like a fool. Now, some people, some people out there in, the, in my audience are going to say, that's just wrong. That's not the way you deal with people. That's not what you should do. Well, don't you think it's better than punching them in the nose? I mean, there's all kinds of ways of handling things. But it says, as much as is possible, as it lieth in you, within your ability to control the situation, control it. Sometimes being a little wittier catches a person off guard. And I tell you what, I have learned that most of these people that come up and start telling us how Christians are supposed to live, they don't want to hear it when we try and explain to them what they think they already know. Because you see, they haven't picked up a Bible. They don't read a Bible. You know, you can carry around a little pocket New Testament of the book of John or just a little pocket New Testament with you. And when these people start, say, hey, 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 hold on here. Let me show this to you. And by the way, here, you can have this. But let me show you what it says. And you can take it home and you can read it for yourself. And see if you come to a different understanding than I do. And I carry around these little pocket New Testaments um, that I've ordered and bought from bookstores. I mean, they're just a couple of dollars a piece, and they're just little paper-printed New Testaments. And they're good for handing out in these situations. So... Change your mindset. Don't, when you encounter somebody that's telling you how you're supposed to um, be as a Christian, how you're supposed to blah, 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 don't look at it as, oh, great. Oh, great. Now I got to figure out how to get out of here. Look at it as an opportunity to share the gospel. And you can share the gospel and say, you know what? Jesus never said we're supposed to live at peace with everybody. But we can try. And some people are just so hard-headed, it can't be done. And, and it, the Bible knew that because they put in these two verses, as much as is possible, and pursue peace. Now, I'm going to follow up tomorrow with another set of verses that contradict our situation. Got you going now, Donna. Well, just think about it. 
There's a whole lot of strife and a whole lot of trouble in the world and a whole lot of hate and anger going on. I, I really don't know the answer. I mean, I, I think I know the answer. I, our world has lost accountability. We don't hold people accountable anymore. And they're all just running ragged thinking everybody has a right to hurt somebody and belittle people and say whatever they want to say. Well, and on the flip side of that coin, now you got to remember every coin has two sides. On the flip side of that coin, if you challenge people, if you're one of those people that challenges people and gets in their face about them not wearing a mask, then remember, you got people that are entitled to get in your face because they don't want to wear a mask and they can defend themselves. And, you know, every sword cuts both ways. You know, we need to remember, I don't know, man, when I was a kid, we were cognizant of other people's um, feelings. We were considerate, I guess is the better word, of other people's feelings. And now we live in this entitled society that says, I'll say what I want, do what I want, and I don't care what what or who it hurts. And that is indicative of a spoiled person. Spoiled. And the difference with us Christians, and we're not all perfect, we're not all hitting on all six cylinders or eight cylinders all the time, but what we are trying to do is we are trying to live like Christ would have us to live. And we are human. We don't become Christians and become aliens. We're still earthly vessels, work in progress, and we still have feelings and emotions. So when you back us in the corners and stomp our toes, doesn't mean everybody's going to be nonviolent. So, there you have it. That's what those verses mean. It means give it your best to live at peace with all people. And if your best isn't good enough, maybe you might need to go home and ask for forgiveness. And this is Pastor Chip. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in. Hope I didn't ramble on too bad for you. And come on over to TikTok and look me up. Pastor Chip. God bless.